In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and now your host in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. Let it wash over you. The Ryder Cup is coming. It's going to be glorious. As the kids say, straight into my veins. As we say, welcome to another edition of the Capital Golf Gang. My golf is here at Longstreet Live this week in the TaylorMade City Studios. Getting ready for the Ryder Cup. Good afternoon. Good evening, whatever you're listening to this, let's say hello to the gang. First of all, I am David. Thank you for joining us. John Ronis, the director of golf at River Creek in Leesburg, Virginia, with a big Thank golf you guys. right Thank there. You. Buddy Christensen of Golf Dumb Thank is you. with us as well. And Christopher Johnson, Siege from the Salute Military Golf Association. There's a big golf okay, opening question, boys. The 44th biennial. Matches founded by Samuel Ryder, a seed salesman from England back in the day, uh, created to promote the game of golf and sportsmanship and camaraderie and all this other good stuff. The 44th biennial, biennial matches, which has become a monster, not just in the golf world, but in the sports world. On a scale of 1 to 10, excitement. One being, uh, if it was playing outside my window, I wouldn't open the curtains. 10 being, this is like the love child matches of the 99 comeback at Brookline with the war at the shore. Where would your excitement be for these upcoming matches at Marco Simone Resort in Italy? Well, I, I'm, One about, to ten. I'm about an eight. An eight? I'm about oh, an eight. Wow. There's a couple reasons for that. I'm a little bit high on the scale, actually, because I've never seen the golf course before. I'm looking forward to it. I do believe it's going to be an unbelievable Ryder Cup. I think it's going to be very close. I'm an eight, though, because of the time. Yes. Uh, the times I've got right here, we'll get to that in a second. Buddy, scale of one to ten excitement for the upcoming matches. I was going to say eight as well, and my reason had a little bit to do with the golf course as well, but from a little more of a negative standpoint, I don't know anything about this golf course. I'm looking forward to seeing it, but I don't know yet, so I feel like, mm, it's not the old course where I know what we're going to see out there. What did you know about Celtic Manor before oh, well, you saw it? I, I, I didn't give that a 10 either. What did you know about the K-Club before <laughs> you saw right. it? I Nothing. played the K-Club right. before. And Eagles. And what did you did. know? Okay. So, um, but, yeah, I think it, it's going to be a, a close match, which I didn't think we thought that four, five, six months ago. No. So I think it's going to be fun. I think the time is going to be – we'll, we'll, I guess we'll talk about because I don't know exactly what time the, the We'll talk about the, roll, the network time. CJ, scale of 1 to 10, how excited? I'm going to go uh, six and a half. Ooh. Six and a half. Lowest score so far. Yeah. I've yet to reveal my score, but yes, I go think ahead. There, there's a combination of things. I think, uh, one, the course club being in Italy – I don't know. It gives me the feeling that you maybe you're not going to have those normal passionate fans, the European fans that you would see more of in Scotland or Ireland or England if the Ryder Cup was there. I mean, maybe that's just false thinking, but uh, that gives me that idea. But also, I think more than anything, even more than the time zone and all that is the lack of identifiable, uh, identifiable players, relatable players on both sides. 
You know, there's no film. Nikolai Hogard yeah, I mean, is it, not doing it for you? And I, I mean, obviously, Liv comes into play here. But even even without Liv, you know, you're talking about the no Lee Westwood, no Ian Poulter. Right. No Sergio Garcia. Those, I mean, those are constants on the European side and super fiery, passionate players. And even on the U.S. side, we've reached the point now where there's no Phil Mickelson, you know, who's been a massive part of Ryder Cups for the past two decades here plus so right. i think the the lack of you know sort of identifiable players and even good characters you know on there you 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 got either guys that you don't know about or guys like a patrick cantley who you don't really see as like uh, a huge <laughs> interesting huge, in like, any way shape he, or he's form he's probably going to accumulate a ton of points you know sure. shuffle but not really that type of yeah. charismatic player out there and he's right. been his honeymoon in Italy, and he gave it negative points, huh? Maybe because he's well, been there, done that. Uh, yeah, been there, done that yeah. as the holiday snaps. He yeah, doesn't well, need she, to watch. She yeah. wouldn't let me get out there to play. <laughs> okay, so uh, let me check my notes here. On my excitement level, scale of 1 to 10, ah, it's a 10. Wow. <laughs> Again. Wow. <laughs> this Again. event has been a 10 for me since the Brookline comeback. Yeah, the results have not been as exciting every session along, but the anticipation, the buildup for it has always been absolutely exciting. I just love that this thing has now cemented itself on the landscape of the sporting public where it goes beyond just golf. There are guys like Michael Jordan who get hyped up like, oh, I can be in the team room and let me be be part of it. You know, it's great. I don't know if the result's going to be close or not. The television times are brutal. <laughs> yeah, and the golf course might be meh minus, but I don't care. I'm excited for the matches, and I do think they're going to be close. So let's get to the TV times first and foremost. Load up on your coffee, your five-hour energy, and I don't know what else is going to get you through. The matches start over there at 1.30 a.m. Eastern Daylight time, or we'll be on September 29th. That's still daylight time, yeah, I believe. I so. uh, one thirty a.m. on the East Coast, and they'll run all the way till noon or whenever they finish. Uh, Cantlay should get in by six. Uh, so Saturday's matches are the same: one thirty uh, to three a.m. on USA. Then Net NBC picks it up at three a.m. until noon, and then Sunday singles will go five thirty a.m. to one, which is actually good because that'll give way to football. Right. That's going right, to be, gonna be right, a tough watch, boys. Right. Who, are, who, who here is going to dare do the big delay? Me. You are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm capable of doing it because I really don't have to stay in contact with social media. You know, I mean, it's not part of my job. It's not part of my – so I can shut it down. Are you going to be at the club? Sunday – yeah, that's Good the only problem. Good luck, yeah, buddy. That, that's <laughs> the only – but Sunday – I probably won't work on Sunday. The Sunday will be the day that I'm going to try to shut it down. But then I mean, Sunday is the don't best. Worry about to get up it. Too too early on. Yeah, Sunday. I don't know. You know what? Um, let me let me. You got to rethink it. I'm going to rethink it and say no. I have no chance. Buddy, how about you? You going to try the big delay? No, okay. no. I mean, I can't sit there at if I. I'll get up at six, start watching it. I don't want to go back. Five hours ago, and figure out where we are. Just tell me where we are now, and we'll watch it going forward. Yeah, I'm See, gonna miss. But it stinks that we're gonna miss that much of. Yeah, core golf. Yeah, are you are you a are you a DVR cowboy, CJ? Can you do the quick fast forward, quick fast forward through the timeouts, through the commercials? Yeah, I mean, I could do that. I mean, there's a couple things. One, I could still be in the bar for the first tea time. Oh <laughs> yeah. Two, I'm a terrible sleeper, so chances are if I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, I'm just going to get up and 
go out to the couch and start wa- uh, watching it. But yeah, I can I can fly through it too. Okay, but I'm right. I'm, I'm I'm incapable of not looking at X. X.com, baby. Twitter. Zabe, you X probably will be Twitter. down putting at 2 or 3 in the morning, right? <laughs> probably. Which yeah. putter, though? That's, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a question. I've been sending him putting videos yeah. <laughs> from the basement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, been I need validation. Analyzing shadows. Tell me tell me this looks good. Please, just lie to me. Yeah. Tell me it looks good. <laughs> so, here we are, Ryder Cup. Um, the USA is a slight favorite now. They used to be a lot more of a favorite. I believe they are four to five, so they're slightly upside down. Europe is the opposite. I think they're six to five, so you'll get a little bit more if you bet on them. And it's going to be interesting because people have pointed out the last time the United States won the Ryder Cup on European soil, Raymond Floyd was on the team. Wow. Wow. Raymond Floyd is 81 years old. Bless his heart. That's how long ago it was. As you look at, you know, all these past missed chances, they had no chance the last time it was in Europe at Le Golf National in France. They got blitzed 17 and a half to 10 and a half. That was the Thomas Bjorn, Jim Furyk captained event. At Glen Eagles, they lost handily 16 and a half to 11 and a half. Uh, McGinley and Watson were your co-captains, Watson famously being thrown under the bus by Mickelson and others after that one. Uh, Celtic Manor was close, a point, 14.5, 13.5 Europe. That was the Colin Montgomery and Corey Pavin uh, one that started with the rain suits leaking because yeah. of the customizable design on said <laughs> rain suits, and it also ended with poor Hunter Mahan chubbing a chip yeah. at the end there. Then at the K-Club in Europe, they got killed 18.5 to 9.5. Woosnam and Lehman were the captains. That was, of course, the Darren Clark Ryder Cup mm-hmm. where he had just lost his wife, and I don't think there was any chance karmically the U.S. was going to win, plus they sent a pretty weak team. That included guys like Brett Wetterick, bless his heart, who probably <laughs> – that was his last big thing he ever did in golf. In 2002 at the Belfry, it was close – but not close enough. 15 and a half, 12 and a half Europe. That was the Sam Torres, Torrance Cor- Curtis Strange uh, version. Valderrama in 97 was Tiger's first Ryder Cup. They lost that one by a point, 14 and a half to 13 and a half, as Seve was the hometown, home country dynamo. Just going from hole to hole, match to match, in his golf cart, urging his players on in true Seve fashion to defeat Tom Kite and the Americans. And then you got to go back to the Belfry in 93, in which the USA did win 15 to 13. Uh, uh, Bernard Gallagher was the captain for Europe. He did it three straight sessions, by the way, 91, 93, 95. And he beat, uh, and he lost to Tom Watson, who was the captain. That was the one where. Davis Love the third made the putt on 18 and just put his arms out like this to clinch the point. You know, it's interesting to look at here. From 2002 to 2006, Europe won all three of those Ryder Cups and drummed us yeah, on yeah. all three of those. And that was kind of Tiger's heyday. Yes, it was. So it's very interesting to see that. And I think the possibility of the PGA Tour now having more parity because there isn't such a dominant depressing for the rest of the players source at the top who's winning everything because yep. you know you look at Tiger's record it's it's sickening in um in in the percentages of wins and percentages of cuts and all the other stuff that he must have pushed people down just a little bit during that time i think the 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 fact that we have more parity 
leads us to having a stronger team, and it's shown in the last few years. So, but it'll be interesting to see because the European, same thing is happening. Well, so you mentioned we lost those three in a row. Then we win at Valhalla. I don't even really remember Tiger at Valhalla. I remember Boo no, Weasley doing the golf club. Tiger didn't play in it. He missed that one. Yeah. Okay. That was so, the Anthony Kim correct. rider Anthony Kim come with Boo Weekly riding the pony horse on correct. his driver JB Holmes. off the tee. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. And that was the Azinger, you know, method of, of how we're going to win this. Pod system. Yeah. Yes. And then we lose the next three in a row. So there's your Tiger era right there. He wasn't even in the one out of seven that we, yeah. we won. And 2014, that felt like as a U.S. Uh, Ryder Cup Glen country. That felt the lowest of the lows. Well, the that's well, good old and, Mickelson. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. And now, Watson was brought back in because the U.S. had lost a bunch. Yep. And they're like, well, you're the last guy who won in Europe. Let's see if you can do it again. Yeah. And he comes in, and he went over as this, you know, Johnny Hardo coach, where he's like, I don't care about the players' feelings. I'm going to pair who I think are best together. Took no input from the players. Mickelson, I think, had a bit of a point, but the way he publicly – threw Watson under the bus afterwards was, I thought, shameful. Yeah. But Mickelson clearly does. That's what Mickelson does. That's, that, yeah. that's what Mickelson <laughs> yeah. does. But we were also one in six in the last seven at that time, so it yeah. felt bad enough already. I know. Right? And, and then, then that, the that begat the dreaded task force. Right. right. John, to your point about Tiger maybe not being so good for the team, just looking it up, 13-21-3 is his overall record, but 4-2-2 two two in the singles. So he's yeah. you know uh, clearly you know better by himself, sure. and not as good, you know when he's got to actually be a teammate with somebody, right? And I think there's also any time at that particular stage, any time anyone played with Tiger, they were intimidated, yeah. and they felt like, am I going to let Tiger down? So it was just a terrible combination, and that's I think why Watson put Mickelson in and uh, Tiger together. One, he thought the game kind of needed it because they were kind of rivals. Who put them together? Watson. Uh, no, who put Sutton? Uh, Sutton. Sutton at Oakland Sutton, Hills. When Sutton yes. put him yes. together, but the fact is, and he also thought that Mickelson could handle him as an alpha dog and alpha dog, but in reality, he couldn't. And the fact is that you're right. Tiger plays well on his own, but everyone else around Tiger and the zoo can't handle it. Yep. Well, the thing about Tiger, not to make this a Tiger referendum, because he will not be part of this Ryder Cup, neither as a player nor even as a vice captain. Yeah. Um, is that he was such a singular force that was taking over the game. It was hard for him to figure out his place in this team event. He finally got there when it was all said and done through scandal and injury, which was wonderful to see. It's just too bad. He couldn't do that really as a player. 97 Valderrama. I remember they paired him with Omira multiple times. Cause that was his buddy. Yeah. May not have been the best pairing. He sort of struggled at that one. Uh, the next time in Europe at uh, the Belfry, I'll never forget, he went out for a practice round at like O-Dark 30 to avoid the fans and the media mm. by himself. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, no, I, this is not the way it works. I, I also, I'll tell you a story that I heard very credible. I won't give the source, but that when they went to that first one in Valderrama, that, you know, it's only players' wives or significant others that go on the jet over there. And Tiger insisted on having Earl on the plane, and they oh, said no. Boy. And they, they said no, it's it's just for wives and significant others, the only ones traveling, and he made a big deal about it, and Earl yeah. flew with them. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he put his foot down. Yeah. yeah. Either way, I'm excited for this event. I did a little research on good old Marco Simone golf 
club and resort. And I'll just summarize it this way. It looks lovely. It's going to be expensive after this because they've hosted a Ryder Cup. The course is good enough to hold the Italian Open. Uh (laughs) And that's what you're going to get. I think it's going to be a lot like Glen Eagles. You know, I was lucky enough to go to Glen Eagles this summer when we went to Scotland. It was nice. It didn't blow you away. In fact, I was like, wow, they held a Ryder Cup here. But you put enough grandstands up and you get enough visuals. It's only 10 miles from the center of Rome. There's a view of the St. Peter's Dome. It's got this old restored castle, the Marco Simone Castle, that's visible on the course. It'll look great on TV. There'll be a ton of fans. It'll be fine. The resort clearly greased enough palms to get the bid. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, like you said, it's just right. like when you host the U.S. Open now, your price, a uh, public course, the price goes up triple. So this place. Yeah, I mean, for the next 10 years, it's going to be a boom. And it will honor the long legacy of all the great Italian golfers through the years of Czech's notes. Uh, the mm-hmm. Molinari brothers. Yeah, and that's it. Matteo Matasero and Constantino Roca. Roca. Yeah. That's the list big, I big legacy. could come up with. Big history. Yeah. By Whoa. the way, the website for Marco Simone has this passage about the founder, Laura Biagiati, who was this 35-year-old fashion designer socialite from money who decided she was going to make it her life work to restore the castle, restore this resort, which is great. Here's how it's written. Gloomy at first, with an austere spirit, proud of his patrician and peasant past, marked by age and tempered by vicissitudes, full of countless experiences and melancholic charm of those who lived the best times. She, a talented and successful woman, strong and sweet at the same time, full of creative imagination, enthusiasm, and determination to achieve. It was the moment for her to lay the foundations for something solid and lasting. And for that, we will only charge you 1200 a night. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I looked up the rates. 350 pounds on October 4th, the first day they're open, according to their online booking calendar. And it's, that translates to three hundred and seventy-five dollars U.S. Really? Wow! Wow! Not that, I, yeah. I hate. I've never thought I'd be wow. at the spot, CJ, where I'd say, "Wow, only three fifty. Oh yeah! <laughs> what a bargain! I might play twenty-seven for that. Hampton Inn in Orlando's two fifty now. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back. And let's talk about the players. Let's talk about yeah. players, the matchups, the pairings. What will be the key points? The key guys that need to at least show up, if not dominate, for the U.S. team to be successful, who could be an X factor as well for Team Europe, and just any sort of surprises along the way. And we'll also do our patented Quick 9 Ryder Cup-style edition as well. We are plausibly live in a new location, the TaylorMade Fitting Bay, buddy, here. Yes. At golf, and this place is really sweet. Yeah, it is. We just built We're it this tailor made land. It's nice. Yeah. You have only one, two, three, four different state of the art fitting bays here at the Tyson you location. Only have four. Only yes. four. Only four. <laughs> I and say that got, jokingly. That's yeah, amazing. No, no, and, and I take it that way. And, and we've got the putting. Uh, Deal here where we can pitch you for a putter. There, no, I nice. need I need a I need a psychotherapist. No, and maybe you're, you're oh, good, man, and maybe a witch doctor yeah. and Ronus's help. <laughs> All right, stay with us. Capital Golf Gang continues from Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants. 
Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Born, RLX, and more. And get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to The Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. An early look ahead to the Ryder Cup. We are a couple weeks ahead of time, but that's okay. I don't think anything major will change. John Ronas, Director of Golf at River Creek, joining us. Buddy Christensen from Golfdom and Christopher Johnson from the Salute Military Golf Association. So, got the lineups here. I did my own little grid. I sent you the cheat sheet. Because I was having a hard time of finding a single website that had the information I wanted presented the way that I wanted to look at it. So this is what I've done here. Is this helpful, by the way, for you guys, this little grid right here? Yep. Okay. So for the U.S., as I look at the team, I remember prior to the captain's picks, I I could go either way on Kepka. I am now very glad, CJ, they brought Kepka because they're kind of thin, this U.S. team. In terms of majors and in terms of Ryder Cup experience? Yeah, no question. Uh, I mean, you need him out there. Power players. You got guys like Wyndham Clark and Harmon that have never played before in this thing and uh, and Sam Burns. So, I mean, I think that you got to have a guy like Kepka there. And if I they didn't like- bring Kepka, they would have only had three guys with more than one Ryder Cup under their belt. Yeah, and I feel like Kepka is one of those guys that's going to play all five matches still. I don't I don't think he sits at all. Okay. Yeah, I, that could be the case, although he hadn't played a whole lot since he had his uh, his baby. When you look at the Ryder Cup team for the U.S. boys, what do you see first and foremost? Ronas. I see currently the lack of a leader. That's a big thing that I see. There's no one, you know, unless JT and Spieth step up, um, but their games don't validate that as well. Well, let's go through the top six Who's gonna and yell? try to find that beating heart. Yeah. Scheffler, super well-liked, number one player in the world. Can't putt, which is one thing we got in common, me and him. Yep. <laughs> and not really going to be your heartbeat. No. Sorry, he's not. He's going to no. win a lot of matches. I don't think he's the heartbeat. Wyndham Clark, I don't know, man. No, he doesn't, no, he doesn't have it. Uh, Brian Harmon, Bulldog, yes, but... 36 years old, a bit of a journeyman. I don't think he has the capacity to step up in the room and go, hey, guys, no one guys. Him. No one see him standing there. Uh, Patrick Cantlay, moving right along. <laughs> Max Homa is an interesting one because he you don't have to be mean to be good at match play, but a little bit of nasty doesn't hurt, right? And he's such a nice guy. You I know. think he's got an edge. Yeah, okay. He's, he's a I think he has an edge. He's definitely a bulldog. Yeah. Okay. Nice guys can finish first. Uh, Xander Shoffley, super nice guy. Great golfer. I don't know what he's about. He's he is no, a those, cyborg. Him, that, and, him and Ricky are 
relatively soft. I yeah, that think. that Shawflake can't lay. Their heartbeat doesn't. That that team, their heartbeat doesn't go flat. Team flatline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why they're good with each yeah, other. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kepka then, Spieth, Morikawa, Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler, and Justin Thomas. Yeah, I mean, I think Buddy makes a great point that that the last guy on the team, the most controversial pick, is probably the leader of the team. Him and Spieth? JT. I mean, I think he's the probably the most fiery guy on the team. Those are the most fiery. I think I actually think Wyndham Clark and Brian Harmon are very fiery guys. Sure, as well. Like, like yeah. Harmon could be one of those guys that's like the sneaky MVP of this team. Okay. Uh, well, what's interesting is so you're right about Thomas with you know his two previous Ryder Cups of experience. Spieth, by the way, has four Ryder Cups under his belt. How can Justin Thomas be the leader of this team if they send him out day one? sort of like putting the toe in the water and he gets drilled and plays terrible. They put their toe in the water again on Saturday, <laughs> gets drilled. What's he going to say in front of the team if he's not there form-wise? Well, I think it actually starts before that because Justin Thomas is playing either this weekend or next week. I guess it's this weekend. I think Justin this Thomas week, yeah. is playing in a tournament. If he doesn't play well, he will have no ability to walk into that room and say anything. Because they'll still say, mm, he stinks. Well, will they, will they pack the pool noodles on the team plane? How many do they pack? Ten, a yeah. dozen, two dozen. I, I don't How many remarkable. noodles? That yeah. was remarkable. I, I, Wasn't that something, huh? That, was, that picture was incredible. Ooh, oh, boy. <laughs> if that, see, if I'm Europe, if that's not up on the team room, <laughs> oh, Lord, somebody is not doing their job. So, I, I, you know, you just take a look at it and you say, well, maybe, and this is crazy, but maybe Kepka's that guy. He is such a wild card that maybe he steps up and he's comes a, into his own. He's, come, he's a baseball guy and he's an athlete, right? And he's and he's the guy who Look said here, they losers. Needed, We're well, not losing. He's these the guys. guy who called out uh, Wolf. He's the guy who said they needed the double sessions. And Wolf actually said that helped him. In the yeah. End. So maybe maybe Kepka's like, "Look, guys, this is all I have." I'm, a, I'm just thrown to the side on this stupid live tour. If I'd known I would have been this good, I would have never gone over to the live tour. But I did, and I'm stuck there, and I need this to get back into the graces. Interesting angle, although I can't see him saying this is all I have. He'd be like, dude, you seen my house in Florida? Wow. It's <laughs> awesome. Know. And they all have that. Who do you think goes with Kepka? It's, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I think it's uh, uh, either Fowler, Morikawa, or Harmon are really the only choices I, I bet Kepka Harmon, I think, is a possible good one right there. The classic pairings we know, which is Spieth and Thomas, depending on how much they send Thomas out. The cantlay Shoffley combination is a good one. Uh, Scheffler probably works with anybody. Well, but Burns is his guy. And but that- Burns is his guy. Burns is the only captain's pick with no majors and no Ryder Cup experience that got the captain's pick. He did, And that was a bit of a ride-along because of Scheffler, right? He did win the match play this year. So okay, there, so there's there was, that. I'd put, so that. I'd put Kepka and Ricky. Yeah, okay. Because I, like I that. think Harmon takes away from the strengths of Kepka, so you're just kind of – you know, the length and that kind of stuff, it takes away. And you say, well, he's a great putter. But you know what? Kepka kind of is, too. Ricky hits the ball far enough out there. And Ricky is so even-tempered. Yeah. And also, Ricky was on the very edge of going to the Live Tour. So he knows. I mean, he was on the, he was yeah. falling over the it, edge it when his wife grabbed him. It for him to go yeah. at that time. Yeah. Right. So I, th- I think that's actually a good pairing. Well, when you, when you talk leadership, though, I think Kepka definitely has a chance to be that leader. It definitely has a chance because he's got more of that personality than anybody else. I think Jordan would be the other one there. But I, I have this, you know, Scheffler, Cantlay, 
Xander were an enthusiastic part of the team at Whistling Straits. Yeah. And I think, I think everyone will. No one can get in the environment and still be whatever. I know, but I just think that might help catapult Scheffler to be something different. I mean, if Scheffler stepped up in front of the team and threw out like an F-bomb, it would just <laughs> that would get everyone's attention. People would be like, oh. He's never used he's, that word. Right, what are you talking about? He's never sworn in his life. Yeah. My goodness, he is angry. He's Maybe like he can the, sh- Kirk yeah. Cousins yeah. of the PGA right, Tour. Right, right. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't think he'll be shotgunning beers like Thomas was. Never know. Right. And who else was when they weren't playing in the afternoon at, at Whistling Straits on the first day. <laughs> I think team. it was Daniel Berger. Yeah, it was. Daniel Berger. But, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Clark and Homa are buddies, and Homa and Morikawa are buddies. So, one of those uh, – they're going to play together, one of those guys. So yeah. yeah. And I'm not against comfortable pairings where you know your guy. But this is still a competition. This is not a buddies trip. So let's get the best pairings that make the most sense for match play and for the course at hand. So we that's don't, we don't have overriding personalities that you that are going to just clash like a well we don't have yeah. to, we don't yeah. have to tiptoe around Tiger yeah. anymore. Yeah, right. so exactly. Yeah. You also exactly. don't have Patrick Reed, who's been around yep. for yep. most of these yep. for the last few years. You don't have DJ, who's a little bit different to play with. But obviously, this is where his personality actually comes out at these Ryder Cups. Yep. And you don't and, have Phil. And you don't have anyone that's your partner that you're going to be embarrassed of who's going to make a putt and run around the green and point at people. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's that, that's a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. No question. It's Everyone kind of can act like they've been there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I looked at the uh, live omissions for both teams. Obviously, Europe's without Stenson, who was going to be the captain. Poulter, Westwood, McDowell, and Garcia. Mm-hmm. But the U.S. loses Mickelson, who's been very involved. He would not have made the team this cycle under any circumstance, but he would have been in the team room. And then DeChambeau, who almost made it, Reed, and DJ, who a lot of people say should have made it. I mean, DeChambeau, Reed, and DJ are big losses in terms of experience, majors, you name it. Well, especially whistling straights. I mean, DJ was the MVP of that team. Yeah. DJ's a loss. DJ's a loss because he's got a skill set that's ridiculous. He's also a cool dude. Everyone likes him. They don't care if he went to the live uh, tour. Every- yeah, you know, because I mean, I'm just chill, man. Cause, right, because he's know? just so dumb. That's what I do. And then, but <laughs> DeCham- Lovely dumb. DeChambeau probably wouldn't have made it because he had too much difficulty the year before and the two-years cycle and all the other stuff. And everyone hates Patrick Reed. Right. So he's, he's an easy omission. Right, but he's a good cheater. And that an helps in a match too play many cameras. But Too the, many cameras. But those, those kind of personalities, and I, and I say the same, and I think I've said it on this show before, about the PGA Tour and the hits that they've taken by Liv, losing a lot of these personalities. I think the Ryder Cup takes a hit there, too, when you lose a guy like Patrick Reed, who's fiery, like they're it's you know, taking like you a lose hit. a Poulter, yes. who's the guys who point and rile up the but crowd. But it, it, it happened to be cyclically time to move on from those guys anyways so it was a nice easy way to do that i mean we can't have a team of you know poulter and westwood against mickelson and you know who who i'm all about moving forward which is why i said my excitement for this event's a 10 even with the losses to live because i know it'll be a great event and i love that an event like this can withstand that kind of a blow that you lose all these big personalities. Oh, I think somebody will stand up. But even if Poulter wasn't on the team and he was just a vice captain, he's on the grounds and he's hyping up the fans and he's still got the scowl on his face that and he's I, a gamer. That yeah. I totally agree well, with. And remember, yeah. Sergio was not on the team yep. in a year or two or, or that Ryder Cup. I think it was the one where Hunter Mahan ended up chunking. And he was a, a cheerleader out yeah. there. Then he ended up playing <clears throat> his way back and on the team. And those guys, what a shame, too, because Poulter – 
what a legacy of Ryder Cup he had, and yep. then he threw it away with this. I think he threw it away with nah. this. I mean, we'll to, see. He, to, he, he got a huge pile of money. I No, 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 but I mean, he threw away the ca- – he would be a captain. But, yeah. Definitely oh, would. Yeah, like Poulter had to take the money. I guess. He had to. I guess you're right. He's so living pretty money. large, oh, too. And he, and he likes the finer things. Yeah. But, oh, yes, he does. Yeah, and that, that's what I was going to say. I mean, that's the thing about uh, Poulter is that almost his entire career is the Ryder Cup. Right. I mean, he's yeah. got nine Ferraris because of the Ryder Cup, right. not because he won one FedEx event, you know, or World Golf event a couple of years ago or whatever. I mean, he's never sniffed a major championship. Like, he, you know, he's a decently popular player and won some of the European Tour, but the Ryder Cup is his legacy. Yeah. Right. That's but, his, but if you're money. him, you got to think, eventually I won't be in the team room for the Ryder Cup. What's going to last longer, $100 million from the Saudis or my tenure as the guy Raw rawing at the Ryder Cup. Yeah, yeah there's He no- had to make that choice. He's like, it's all going to end. How will it end? What will last? I got to take the money for my Ferraris uh, and my family. I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> Mostly my Ferraris, but my family you. as yeah, well. We don't want to sell the Ferraris. Right. I got to put my families in the Ferraris. <laughs> we don't want to sell the kids. My family in the Ferraris. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's look at Team Europe here. At the top. Oh, boom. 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 Four big guns. And on your sheet, they're a little bit of out of order because of the way they do the qualifying. But the four big guns are McElroy, Rom, Hovland, who's one of the hottest players in the world, currently uh, ranked fourth in the world, and then uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, who has really come into his own and as a major and has been in this thing twice before. Those are four big guns at the top. And then you got the sort of the Ryder Cup specialists like Hatton and Fleetwood. So... And There's, Justin Rose. And Justin Rose. And Justin Rose. And James Lowry. Right. And Lowry. Okay. But Lowry's not playing to form right now, but the top yeah. four are absolute killers for Europe. I think that I think Fitzpatrick is not playing to form, but I think Aberg is so good. Aberg's it's a joke. Good. Okay. We'll I think get Terrell to the... Hatton's gonna rev up enough people. Right. And Fleetwood will just run real fast and his hair will be flowing and people will go crazy. <laughs> Funny because Europe has the oldest player in this year's event, forty three year old Justin Rose a captain's pick, and the two youngest players in 22-year-old Nikolai Hogard. That's H with an O slash. <laughs> J. G. A. A. R. D. Please yeah. spell it correctly. Yeah. From Denmark. And then Ludwig Aberg, uh, a Swede, who is also 23. So they got the oldest and the two youngest on the team. How much will they play? That remains to be seen. If you are Luke Donald, how careful are you not to run the wheels off of Rory, Rom, Hovland, and Fitzpatrick? I mean, I think you got to go all in. You do. I think they'll play all five matches. Yep. I think the interesting thing is how he goes with a pairing. I mean, you'd think that Rory and Shane Lowry are going to play together. You think that that's why, kind of like why Burns is on the team, that's why Lowry's on the team. Like, Rory got him on the team there. Okay. There are other guys that, like Adrian Moronk, it makes no sense that he's not on the team. The guy won the Italian Open right. and finished runner-up two years ago. Anti-Polak bias. I'm it, very upset as a Polak well, myself. Why wouldn't you take the guy who's won and been a runner-up on the course that they're playing at? That, that, that makes no sense. But they took Lowry. But who does Ron play with? Did he go heavyweight match, you know, teammate with Hovland and, yeah. and throw those two guys yeah. out and just yeah. say that, you know. I think you do, and I'd actually throw the rookies together. And give them really yes because suicide pairing. Well, no, it's more that you can't match them up. It's like a young, the it's just a young gun thing. 
that look, we have. I don't have anyone over there that I feel like is intimidating to me or going to let me or I'm going to let him down. I don't have Rory standing there. I'm like, oh my god, I'm playing in the Ryder Cup with Rory. So you put Aberg with Hogard and yeah. say. Uh, you're too dumb to know this is a big deal. Go out and make a ton of birdies. Correct. And Not they a bad will. Idea. Yep. And I those guys, they they're, they've both been really hot at uh, times. They're hot this hot. year. I mean, out of the gate. So, so no distractions with them. Just say, go, guys, just go play. You know, you lose all of them. You lose, you know, whatever. Just go play your games. No intimidation, no distractions. Boom. I bet they win. And yeah. in those top four, those guys are gamers. They're, they're, they're not. They're not about themselves. They're ready to just go play. So yeah. you don't. I don't think you have to worry about. Yeah, you would think that uh, that Fitzpatrick and Hatton and Fleetwood that there's some combination of those guys playing together. But Fleetwood, remember the last time they won in France, he was him and Molinari was oh, the they were the Hollywood uh, show. Hollywood, yeah, yeah, they, they remember. Fantastic. Remember they they did that little meme with them sleeping in the bed together with a Ryder Cup <laughs> and like. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he was. I think they went five and zero that that year. And, and someone's got to be able to handle Hatton, yeah. as a partner because oh, he runs t- hot. Well, it's as the distractions. Titanium. It's such stupid mannerisms and movement that it's going to be like if it starts going bad <laughs> and you got him, you know, with the. In every single putt, the, the, yeah. using his putter as a gun, it, it, and <laughs> then someone's going to be like, "I yeah, just get on the next." I guess tee. that could be Justin Rose for you know he he's kind of got you know he's got to know him pretty well and same countryman. I, I guess he could be the guy. I don't know. But someone's got to be a much. sacrificial lamb for that. Yeah. Maybe Fleetwood can handle him. Yeah, I say yeah, the X the factor. Country. I say the watch out for him guy is Straka. Mm-hmm. Sepp Straka is no joke. Plays the PGA Tour full time is always on your TV on Sundays. Uh, he is an X factor there, and I would predict. Let's predict one guy X factor. Watch out for him. Both teams. Let's also pick the possible uh, the fish on each team. The guy that's not going to play well, and then we'll pick who should play all five sessions for each team. Uh, so, we'll start so. with with USA. I say, look out for. And, I mean, you know, it's not like anyone doesn't know these guys, but look out for Burns. Look out for Burns playing better than expected despite his lack of experience. I think the fish is going to be Thomas. No pool, no pool noodle guy has ever done well at the Ryder Cup. And I'd say the guys you have to run five for five are Scheffler, Kepka, Spieth. Okay. I don't know if I can run anyone else five. For five. I'm just going to go with the X factor on my picks for both teams. <laughs> well, do, do a U.S. first, then we'll go to Europe. Okay. Who, who is your X factor? Who is your watch the out for X factor is actually Ricky Fowler. Okay, watch out for Fowler. And, and the X factor, I go in both ways. He's the X sure. factor because if he plays poorly, it really drags him down. And if he plays great, it really builds him up. I think he's that, that guy. Could go swing, swing player. I really think that that's okay. what changes the momentum. All right. Um, Who's the fish? Spe- uh, Thomas. Could be uh, Spieth, you know what? By the I, way. I'm going to go Spieth. I'm going to go Spieth because I was up close and personal with both of those guys. And you and said, Spieth quote, hits he hits so bad <laughs> compared to other two. So rows. bad. It's fascinating. Um, okay, and who the are the five for five? For five same you, go, you went with. Really? Yeah. So three guys. Even though Spieth hits it bad, you're going to run them five for five like I was going to. We'll see. We'll see how he plays. Oh, okay, buddy, who's your uh, swing factor, X factor? The bulldog Brian Harmon is going to be one to watch uh, out for. I don't okay. think. I mean, he and he got up and down everywhere over in, in the, oh, in the yeah. Open Championship and in, in match play that can that can wear you down, right? Oh, can um, demoralize you as an opponent. Yeah. Yeah. So I I like him there. I who's the fish? Think JT is the fish. Okay. I have to agree with everything there, but and the five and for fivers. I think you got to go. I mean, Scheffler, 
Kepka, I agree with those. And, you know, if, if one of Xander or Spieth looks really good early, maybe you go with one of those two. But I don't know that. What about Cantlay or Shoffley? I'd go Homa because you got hit in the fairway, too. Okay. So I'd go Homa and I would go. Um, uh, By the way, if you want the Ricky matches, hits it pretty good. If you want the matches to end, if you want the matches to end Monday, then make sure that Cantley plays <laughs> all know, five. Five yeah. rounds. Of, okay, yeah. uh, <laughs> go ahead, uh, CJ. You're a swing guy on the U.S. The fish, and who do you go five for five? Uh, I'll go Harmon, as I mentioned earlier, or Homa. I think those guys are the swing guys. The five for fives, to me, are uh, the Shafley, Cantley, Kepka, and Morikawa are going to play. Shafley or Scheffler. Shuffley. So Scheffler's not a five for fiver. My fish is Scotty Scheffler. Wow. wow. What a big fish <laughs> yeah. that is. Wow. Yeah. Well, then and we're he, losing. And we're losing against the fish. Yeah, yeah, he's throwing yeah. an F bomb out yeah. there early, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because of the putting. The putting, and, Oof. you know, and he's going to play with Burns, who I don't think is at the top of his game either. If he's going to insist on going out with him, I don't like that pairing, and I don't like Scheffler where he's at, you know, coming off the tour championship. If Scheffler, if Scheffler's not putting well, alternate shot could be. A yep. terrifying He's going to get on the first tee. He's going to have the black sunglasses on, and he's going to say, we're on a mission from God. <laughs> got a full tank of gas? Yeah. In the van. It's the, dark, the, and the we're vat- wearing sunglasses. I got a full tank of gas. The Vatican is 17 kilometers. <laughs> we're right. at some resort I'll never be at again. We need to win this thing. That's right. Let's hit it. That's okay, right. now for Team Europe. X-Factor player. I've already said, my guy is Sepp Straka. Look out for him. I think the fish is going to be Rose. I mean... Come on, 34th in the world, 43 years old, nice guy, he's the fish. And the five for fivers are the big four, McElroy, Rom, Hovland, and Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I, I mean, the five for five, is, it's obvious on, those, on that okay. one. I think the fish is going to be Matt Fitzpatrick. Oh. So I think, actually, I, would pull, I wouldn't pull him five for five if I was coaching Well, he the won't team. make it. They may intend for him to go five for five, right. but if he's 0 for 3, He's going to be the fish because he's expected to do a certain amount. His game really isn't there. And there's a couple guys who are better that aren't going to get the chance. Um, The X factor is also going to be Matt Fitzpatrick because if he plays well, they're winning. (laughs) And if he plays poorly, they're out. Okay. I don't even know if I should allow that, but I will. Buddy. You will. (laughs) I'm going to go five for five, definitely the same four. Those four are your horses, and they scare me um, from the U.S. side. Um, My wild card – is Aberg because I think he is so young and so uh, talented. That Six he's just three, one seventy five, long arms, long levers, hits it a bajillion miles. Too young and too dumb, Ronas, to, to know yeah. anything about anything yeah. other than make. Birdies. He can't spell Hogard's last name. No, <laughs> there's no way. He's gonna call him Ho. <laughs> good, good shot, Ho. <laughs> okay, and the fish. Fish is going to be Terrell Hatton because I cannot Ooh. stand the. <laughs> Hopefully, he breaks I, a club. I hope he's a fish because then we get more content of him <laughs> doing what he oh, does. God. It's crazy. Okay, CJ. So my X factor is actually Terrell Hatton. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think he's perfect for this uh, type of format, and we'll love to play in it. The fish is Shane Lowry. I think Ooh. he could get steamrolled on Sunday in a singles match. I don't think he should be on the team. I he was a, playing very poorly this summer. Yeah I, yeah, I think they made a mistake bringing him on there. I don't think his game's right. And the, the five for fives are the same that you mentioned, the big boys up top. Okay. 
Should we have a chain to call each other at 1.30 on Friday <laughs> and Saturday to make sure you're up? Be like, yo, buddy, you up? You can try. CJ, you up? <laughs> Go ahead and try. My what, dogs be might on, answer. You're going to be on, <laughs> you're not disturbed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, if you're going to go cone of silence, just let people know, don't talk to me. Literally wear earplugs around the whole day. Or maybe the, go get a set of the headsets they wear to land the 747s at Dulles. I thought I I, I thought I could say that I could do that. Now that I think about it, it's There's totally no impossible. It's totally well, and then you got to wear, like, it's Stevie total. Wonder glasses so you don't see a TV screen with a score up there. Right. Yeah. Impossible. In fact, go to the Aaron Rodgers yurt. The darkness retreat <laughs> is the only way you'll be able to pull it off. All right, coming up, final segment here. Capital Golf Gang, plausibly live from... Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. We've got our quick nine plus some odds and ends to wrap up the show. Stay with us. We're back with more after this. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Bourne, RLX, and more. And get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who only care about one trajectory on their irons, Airborne. Our second to last show of the season here at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Of course, locations as well in Annapolis and Rockville. Go on by and get your uh, fall gear. Golfdom is great because they pride themselves not just on fitting, which we're in one of their fitting bays right now, the tailor-made fitting bay, but apparel. And fall apparel is some of the best apparel when it comes to golf. Lots of good quarter zips, vests, you name it. Ryder Cup Love stuff. the fall season. And, indeed, Ryder Cup-related stuff as well. Yep. I did see, buddy, where TaylorMade rolled out a special Ryder Cup Stealth 2 with the yes. red, US, the US, white, They'll do that. Uh, I think they've done it in the last four or five drivers pretty sweet looking. It's pretty sweet looking yeah. now. Will any of our guys play with it? I don't think so. Because I, I said to one of my golf buddies, I said, that looks really pretty, but imagine losing five and four to Nikolai Hogard with that clown driver in your bag. You better be beating the guys you got with a driver like that. Because yeah, it's very fancy. It's very it, fancy. It is. But it's the okay, same. You know, they're all about the specs of how the, how it fits them. So, uh, well, I would think if you swapped the head out, they wouldn't care. It's yeah, about so as long the as they got the right, the, the right head not set many, up. Not, not many tailor-made guys on the team, actually. Uh, Marikawa. And I think that's it. Really? Is there a lot of Wilson guys probably on the team? Tailor-made drivers. Is there, is there a lot there of There could guys. be. Yeah. There could be, but they're not going to flash a tailor-made driver for no, the that's, staff. No, that's right. Yeah. There's a lot of Wilson VAS guys on the team? There, yeah. No, there's there a couple a of Wilson fat chaps. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of equipment. Is there, is there a lot of Northwestern yeah. guys on staff? Cleveland VAS. Are there any Lynx players on staff? <laughs> yes. yeah. Freddie's on the team. Ernie Els. Yeah. No, no, that would be impressive. No. Um, speaking of equipment, you remember – Phil Mickelson switched equipment before yes. the Ryder Cup one year. Yep. Oakland, Oakland Hills. Yes. The week before, signed a huge deal with Callaway. Yep. 
probably bailed him out of some serious gambling debt in doing Supposedly, so, much like yep. Daly, and then decided he was going to go practice over at a neighboring club instead of on the course by himself. And then Hal Sutton, with his stupid cowboy hat, says, I'm putting these guys together, Tiger and Phil. The world demands it. And you literally couldn't get him the same television frame the entire round. Then he sent him back out again to get beat a second time before he realized, okay, this is not going to work. An alternate shot with two guys playing two different golf balls at that point, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, you live and learn. Uh, he, He also that year, and I'd forgotten this, Hal Sutton, he picked as a captain's pick 50-year-old Jay Haas. What? Wow, I don't remember that. Yeah. When, when did we wisen up to that? Did we need a committee to go, no, don't do that? 50? Yeah. Also, yes, he was 50, 50 at the time. Yikes. Also, I'm pretty sure the oldest player was who you mentioned earlier. Fred Funk. Ray Floyd. Oh, Ray Floyd, okay. At the Belfry when they, the last time the U.S. won, he was 51. But he balled out that he, yeah, Ryder he Cup. He probably no, he earned his waiver on that. Jay team, Haas, right? not so I much. I don't even think <laughs> there were captain's picks back there, then. Yeah, there's there? only two or four or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I bet he yeah. earned his way on Yeah. It. Well, look, uh, you know, Curtis Strange was Landy's buddy pick at Oak Hill when they lost. And, you know, poor uh, – was it Curtis Strange? or No, Curtis Strange picked Landy, one of the two. I don't know. Either way, I'm looking forward to the event. Let's get to our quick nine and then mop it up with anything that might be lingering, experiences from recent rounds, where you've been, what you've been playing, what you got planned for the fall. Here we go, quick nine. Number one, what's your favorite little-remembered Ryder Cup moment, image, highlight, or Easter egg, as I call it? Little-remembered? Wow. Yeah, like not the iconic ones. Like, don't say Justin Leonard's putt. Right. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, one of the biggest things that I have memory-wise had nothing to do with the, the tournament itself was the celebration on the balcony at the country club with the champagne and all the other stuff because wearing those ugly shirts. Right. Because I just had been you – know, I've been there. I've been standing on that balcony. So that, for me, was okay. a memory. It was a hometown All right, buddy. Two quick things. One, you know, I grew up watching golf, <laughs> loving golf. I don't remember loving the Ryder Cup as a kid. Like, it okay. just wasn't a big deal. Sure. Right? It, to me, as a kid, it was. In the 80s. In the 80s. And in 95, watching Seve play Lehman. Yeah. And I just remember that match, watching it, going, wow, this is cool. And I looked it up before we got on the show. Lehman was, um, after six holes, Lehman had hit every green. Seve hadn't hit one green, and they were even. Mm. <laughs> and then after 11, Lehman was two up. It has a 20-foot birdie putt, and, and Seve's got a 15-footer. Lehman misses it, goes and taps it in, and Seve said, no, 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 I didn't – you can't putt that out. you got to put the ball yep. back. So he put I the ball that, back, yeah. and then he said he wanted to use the mark as his, as his aiming line. point. Oh, wow. so that's what Seve's point was it seemed like a gamesmanship thing, right? Yeah. And, and it was taken that way, and, they, and Lehman ended up winning. But it was, I, that was like – Wow, this is really cool to me. Right. So, um, but the other thing, really quick, I sent you a picture. I don't know if you saw it before, but um, Pete Leggett, our ping reps, yeah, his boss, Dave Tobin, was Bruce <coughs> Litsky, Litsky's caddy back in the early '80s, and he got to caddy in the 1981 Ryder Cup. So wow. he, I sent him a note just wow. saying, "Hey, give me something," and uh, he said that that Litsky, they played against Longer in the singles. And they halved them, and and the U.S. just crushed them that year. Um, but it's just a cool little picture. And, and if you look, it was actually there's the picture right there 
by Sun Alliance. <laughs> the Rider Sun Alliance Cup. Ryder Cup, yes, That's back blasphemy. in the day. That's, That's blasphemy. Hilarious. You can't do that. That's hilarious. Wow. What, so, what do you mean, blasphemy? Having a corporate sponsor? Yes, yes. Well, they didn't need the Ryder Cup. Look, when back Europe was, was in charge of running set. it, they needed the money. I yeah. know. I know. I, I, I'm I looking back. Yeah, they, yeah. they used to have no good equipment, no good gear, no team uniforms that were any good. They were paupers, and they said the Europeans did, look, we gotta, if we're ever going to win this thing, we got to get on par with the Americans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best yeah. Easter egg. A uh, couple quick ones. Uh, obviously, the 99 one was so big. Duvall making that putt in the singles match against Parnovic with his shirt untucked <laughs> and just pumping his fist. Yes, because yeah. he was, to close him out. He was the least emotional uh, player on the team and on the tour at the time, even though he was number one in the world. And just him pumping. And, and you know, I, I remember the Redskins were playing the Buccaneers that day, and me and Jake Jacoby – we're back in the bullpen watching glued to the Ryder Cup, and Andy kept coming back going, why are you guys watching golf instead of the football game? So I just think we remember that. And then, and then Boo Weekly uh, riding his driver oh, so uh, like a horse at Mahala. You know, worst moment was Phil uh, rooting for uh, Justin Rose to beat him after he made the 40-footer at Medina. And he, him <laughs> he gave him a little bit of applause after he made the putt. That's not quite rooting him on, but I get what you're saying. Some people that, didn't, that did not sit well with them. I think the second greatest Easter egg is Rory nearly missing his tea time at the diner because he slept in getting a police escort, which we should have never given him as the home team, and he ends up winning against Keegan Bradley. That's crazy. Basically, no warm-up, basically. And marrying her. And marrying the PGA of America staffer that he was with at the time. I believe that happened at a Potomac Cup that we were at, and uh, and the point point went to the Maryland side, even though the players showed up on the second tee box. Yeah. uh, and played the match and the, won. The greatest, however, Easter egg is of little-known Brian Barnes of Europe beating Jack Nicholas twice, twice yeah. in one day twice. while smoking a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Look at this yeah. pipe in his mouth. Awesome. That's what he played with, and Nicholas, ever the gracious competitor, didn't shy away from it. He's like, Barnesy, you got me twice today. What is Look at that guy right there. That is fantastic. Part of why this event is so darn great. It's golf. You never know what's going to happen. Okay. Hole number two, quick nine. Uh, Let's see. Where are my notes here? Okay. Hole number two. Which would you rather do? Or which would you rather make a comeback? Shell's wonderful world of golf, when they would film two guys at some remote, iconic course somewhere, shot by shot. And now here's Sam Sneed. He's got a three-wood into this treacherous par five. Or the big break on the Golf Channel. What would you rather resurrect from the television golf wasteland? I would like, personally, I'd like to see the Shells Wide World of Golf, only to see some iconic courses that I haven't seen in my life. Yep, right. So all around the world, I'd like to see some of those courses. The golf actually doesn't thrill me that much, and the big break does nothing for me. Junk show. Total junk show. Some people think it's a junk show. I miss it, though. I hate it. They're like the, so, it, that, that, that show is the Cheetos of golf. Uh, yeah, it's terrible a for you nutritionally. Gross, makes your hands sticky, but you can't stop eating. I had it. some the other day. So it's something that I, again, it's not the golf; it's the scenery for me. It's All right, like a piece buddy. of art. I would like to see the Shell's wonderful world of golf back, but I don't think in today's time it would work. I think big break is what makes yeah, sense in today's. It's just snippy, snippy. Okay. You know, yeah. Junk stuff yeah. and go. I think the what 
like you said, buddy, what the Shell's Wonderful World of Golf is going to be is this Tiger, Rory, Top Golf type league. You're going to see like that type of thing and those type of players interacting. But that's like, an indoor high tech thing with challenges and fan interaction. I'd like to see the the full Wonderful World of Golf back. I mean, yeah. Golf geeks like us will sit there and watch an entire 18 holes with the banter back and forth. I'd rather see that than watch Tom Brady play Pat Mahomes in golf yeah, right. in right. Vegas. Right. Go to Cabot Cliffs or a place like that that's never been seen before yeah. on TV and let two <laughs> top pros play it and yeah. film it. Yeah. Okay. Hole number three. Chunk, shank, skull, whiff, top, up, top, pop up. Have I hit the list of the worst shots to hit in golf? Is that complete or did I miss one? Chunk, shank, skull, whiff, top, pop up. That's the magic six right there. Chunk, shank, skull, whiff, top, pop up. Anything well, the, else? Well, the worst shot to hit is one that actually hits another person. Oh. Which I've seen badly on the golf course well, before. Well, yeah. The, the most dangerous <laughs> yeah. shot, I think, to the pedestrian is the smother hook. Yeah, yes. that's what it was. That yes. is it coming is. hard, and that can and there's drill. No, yeah. There's no getting out of the way. I, I saw the murder ball. Heel. Heel shank <laughs> is another one that comes off the back of the club. It's a sub-variety sub yeah. of the shank. This is yeah. a terrible conversation. I saw a terrible list, isn't it? Terrible. Yeah. I saw a smother hook hit a guy on the other fairway right in the head, and the ambulance came out to the fairway. Mm. Yeah. I think I missed one. Yep. Took the ball away. Yep. Yep's got to be in there. Chunk, uh, shank, skull, whiff, top, pop. Uh, yep. Yep. Okay. You wouldn't say that Hole number four. <laughs> if the USA team's tie-dye hat were a tee shot, what would it be? 290 down the middle, 310 down the middle, or a top, a shank, or a whiff. <laughs> it's one of those tops that puts the divot right in front of the tee, and then the ball bounces up in the air about six feet and goes a total of 10 yards. That's what a t- We have a tie-dye hat? Yes. That's oh, totally unacceptable. It is. It is. Oh a, my goodness! Do you sell it? Do you bounds, sell it here, buddy? It is out of bounds. Retee it right <laughs> yeah. now. It's <laughs> not <laughs> even watch the ball. It's. Throw another one down. Uh, I, we do. I don't know if we have these coming in. I haven't seen them yet, but I've seen some of the players. There it is, right there. I I looked this new up era when you sent it. I was like, "There's no way that's the hat." Oh, it's twenty. There it is. Oh, that's vomit. Oof. Oh wow, that's like a vomit snow cone CJ, at the pool in C- McLean. CJ, can I put you down for one? Yeah, I'll take one. Rope I, I too. Like, I like the white rope on it. Yeah, the rope uh, hat. It's a rope hat it's too. It is. I like it. I kind of am partial to, to yeah. ugly golf clothes, so I say it's a it's a three twenty right down the down middle. middle. You like yeah. it? Okay. Hole number five. Would you rather play any public golf course for free for the rest of your life? Or get a free membership, no initiation, no dues, no assessments to a top 100 private club for the rest of your life. So what are you paying for at the private club? Just Are you paying anything at the private club? Nothing. How Drinks about that? Drinks are free? Come on, Drinks CJ. are free. So you're just... Food is free. So you're just saying, like, you're picking between, like, uh, Pebble Beach or, like, Whistling Straits versus... Well, a, no, you, you could play Pebble, Whistling, all these oh, places. any of them. For free or be a member at Wingfoot, no initiation, no dues, free bar tab, free food for life. Public course for me all all day long. There's okay. so many great places that you can pay to get on, and there's too many of them, and I'm just not a private club kind of Nice guy. answer, but it's wrong, buddy. Good enough. And can I never play a public course again? No, I didn't a, say that. Okay. You're going to pay. Uh, oh, well, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to my club that we can play our matches and okay. then go visit Pebble Beach and CJ? other places. 
Is it any top 100 club? <laughs> yes, yeah. any top. Yeah. Well, except yeah. for Augusta Pine Valley. I'm going to put those aside. Yeah, I would choose the top 100 club, and I'd move to L.A. And There you go. And the LACC or, or B. Riviera. Riviera. Okay, LACC. one of the two. Something like that. I feel you, buddy, Aronis, that it's tempting to think I've got this palette of all these different varieties, but then anyone else with money can walk on. It's like what Kramer said in Seinfeld. I can't go back to public golf <laughs> the, the caliber of people <laughs> amongst the other things the brown patches and the grass hole number six <laughs> would you rather well who would be your number one non-pro golfer who you know golfs avidly so that you would desperately love to play with mine would be amy grant Whoa. the mm. early 90s crooner loves to play golf she was always just one of my heartthrobs. I loved her music. I would. Interesting you say that because I played with Michael Jordan, so that's off the list. Ding. Um, but Amy Grant's husband is quite an avid golfer, Vince Gill. Oh, yeah. Probably why. I'd love to play with him, sit down, play some guitar after. Okay. Both of them will be fine with me. Okay, if they're fair listening, All right, I'm buddy. available. So I'm going to go. Michael Jordan would be my obvious answer, but. Um, I'm going to go with, a- after watching one of those matches that we were talking about, um, Peyton Manning. I found him oh, to yeah. be, I mean, it, he's Hilarious. entertaining to watch in general, but he is, he is a big he time He would offer. eviscerate you as a, Correct. as a bleep talker. Yeah. And, he, you know, he's a mem- member at Burning Tree, so he yep. comes around right. here once in a while. Yeah. Um, but I would like to play with Peyton Manning. That'd be, that's a good All one. All right. CJ. God, I can't think of her name, and I'm really – um, this is going back to your Amy Grant thing. You guys would know uh, she's a big was a big supporter of SMJ, female teacher down in Virginia, down here. She did a big event on her farm for SMJ about ten years ago, and Amy Grant played wow. with wow. us. But nice. I didn't play with her, and then okay. she did a concert with Brentford from Marsalis for all the wow. all the veterans and stuff on the farm down here. We all played Stonewall, but anyways, I can't think of her name. Chris Cheddar. Chris, oh, okay. Chris, yeah, Chris yeah, Cheddar yeah, yeah. Uh, did a yeah, little nice. thing down there. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to pick someone stupid like Barkley, like everybody would yeah. say. It was so fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, okay. play fun. With Barkley, All right. All right. Uh, finally, or not finally, but hole number seven, where do you stand on aftermarket skins for driver heads? So little laminated vinyl things that can make it look like a skull or a custom logo or flames doesn't affect how the club plays. It's very light. It goes on top and around the back. Club face is the same. Where do you stand? Are but they it cool? does. Are they but cool? But it does they affect. They're Why? cool. An extra, They're cool. An extra gram of swing weight? Yeah. Oh. Because otherwise they would have put it on there if it made it better. Okay. But so, it, no. It, it, they've been around for a while. They have. We, we could never really sell them. They, they're kind of a novelty thing. But, sure. So They're hard to put on. I'm indifferent. They're hard to put on and... Yeah. I don't even know. It's like the fat heads on your wall. One little wrinkle, and then yes. it's a whole day trying right. to get it out. Yeah. Right. It's a fat head for your it. driver. Yeah. But uh, CJ. I would dodo mark the top of it right away anyway. So, <laughs> it yeah, start I mean, peeling just, off. Yeah, I mean. It's, that would look like a mess. Yeah. Uh, hole number eight. What would be better? VIP club slash tent access at the Ryder Cup. All you can eat, all you can drink. Or inside the ropes access, <laughs> where you can follow whatever match you want in front of the mass of humanity. There's nothing. It, 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 having lived it at the U.S. Open, there's nothing like inside the ropes. I just nothing like it. I didn't say down the fairway. I said inside the ropes. Oh, okay, well, I'm not saying was, down the fairway. I'm saying you're the first one inside the ropes. I'm still inside the ropes. I okay. want to walk it. I want to be there. I want to be ground level. 
I've been to the 99 Ryder Cup, and it is a hard event to, to attend. Watch. Yeah. And we had the, the VIP tent. So we basically hung out in there, watched it on TV, ran out two holes ahead of the group, saw four groups come play through. Then we went back into the hospitality tent and watched it on TV. So I would like to be inside the room. Okay. For sure. mm-hmm. CJ. Yeah. No doubt. Okay. Same thing. It's got to be inside the tent so you get to see what's going on all over the golf course. All right. Final hole. What's the most patently unfair slash stupid rule in all of golf? Oh. Uh, you know what one that keeps coming up at us is no provisional ball for a ball in a hazard. It's just such a waste of time. Like, I don't, I don't get it. So if you hit a ball and you think it's in the hazard, you can't play a provisional like if it's a lost ball. Hmm. I guess can't? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. But yeah. It's, so if it's a red stake off a fairway and you don't know if it's gone in there, you can't hit a provisional? And no, you hit a provisional for a lost ball or a ball out of bounds. Or a white stake only or, yeah. or a potentially yeah, in the woods. Or if whatever. you hit that next one, it's the ball's in play. I, I'm pretty sure about <laughs> this, and I could be wrong, but wow. that's, that's a stupid rule. But uh, any rule where you hit the you make the ball move by sticking the cl- putting the club behind the ball or something like that. I just we had it in our member member the other day, and I just I just don't agree with it. The rough, you don't know what the grass is doing. Someone puts their club behind the ball and it rolls a quarter of an inch. And it's a penalty. I just don't believe in that. Okay, buddy. And this is a tough one to to overcome, but but the, I hate when the ball rolls into a divot, a, a fresh big divot. I, yeah. It seems like there's got to be something you can do. I get it that there could be like this borderline thing. Is it in? Is it not? But it just feels like an embedded. Right. Ball rule could yeah. be, you know, the embedded ball. They give you relief for embedded balls, but yeah. not for divots. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. just feel like you, you hit a 310-yard yeah. drive down the middle and it rolls into a divot. You shouldn't I'm do with you. What about a footprint in a bunker? I think that's even worse. It's same, yeah, same idea. But at least there you hit it into a hazard. Yeah, that, Here we didn't hit it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't know I was supposed to be perfect. <laughs> the bunker's supposed to be raked, for God's sake. Yeah, I, and I agree. I just think that, I mean, I don't have anyone to get any better than what Buddy said. I mean, if you hit a ball where you're supposed to hit it, you shouldn't get penalized. Okay. If it's right down the middle of the fairway, and, or if it's a par five and you're playing it up, you know, on your second to an area where – there's a hundred divots because it's 120 yards and in, or 120 to 70 yards in, and there's divots everywhere. Like and divots are that, obvious. That's that's yeah. not, yeah. no, they're not. There are they're not. There there's there are divots that are two weeks uh, repaired. Still, you can see the indentation. It's a divot. You just said it's been repaired. You need to get out with a guy who's going to argue that's a divot, and you go, no, it's not. It's an indentation in the fairway. It happens. Play it as it lies. No, I can see the outline of it right there. But that's where it's yeah. – or, 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 or it's a divot that is perfectly fine to hit off of. Yeah. It's just he doesn't like the fact he knows it was once a divot. Got it. <laughs> so you got to run with more scallywags. You think oh, everything- believe me, I run with them. <laughs> well, okay, I manage them. Too All many right. moon craters out there. I mean, it's one thing if they're just little smooth divots, but sure, moon yeah. craters. You got, you're, there's you got no, no question, Zay. I mean, you're exactly right of why it isn't a rule. Yeah, because there's going to be too many people right who come up with the little things here and there, so, and that's why it will never happen. Do you ever get the Sam Donaldson lie? Remember Sam Donaldson yeah. who had the very patently obvious toupee on yeah. ABC News 
where your ball's on top of a replaced divot that you know is loose. Yeah. Oh, sure. Right. And so you don't know how it's going to react coming off the club because that divot is going to slip like a rug it's yeah, underneath. It's a carpet, yeah. Well, yeah. well, there's also, though, if you play, you know, some courses you don't repair divots. You just do it with grass seed, and you, you have no idea how sand, yeah. what the depth of the grass seed is or sand or whatever underneath there. And it's yeah. like, while that's we're a tough at it, one. While we're at it. Please replace your divots as opposed to filling it with a bucket full of sand. Replace, replace, Whoa. replace. Some Do not. No golf course these days has seed in their sand. It doesn't happen because it will germinate in buckets and all the other stuff. It's sand. And then they come by usually, and they flip the sand out, and they put the seed down. So when you have a divot to replace, replace it. It'll be a couple days. It's good. If you put sand in there, it's got no chance unless it's Bermuda. Well, there are a lot of courses that do that with sand. That do what? That do sand. They they use sand, not seed. They Correct. use sand that's instead what I'm of divots. So replace it when you can. Oh, okay. Well, so I've been to, with sand. I've been to clubs that yeah. say do not replace divots. We want sand in there because yeah, yeah. they feel like that's the faster route to recovery. It had, but to, I'm be not Bermuda, the, had to be Bermuda. Well, I'm not an agronomist. Yeah. I don't know. If this. it's ne- if it's never ever. And I'll take you to a thumb you're Bermuda. saying is get the divot back. Get in the there divot like back there. So that you get a Sam Sam Donaldson shot the next time around. <laughs> yeah. And I will and I'll take you to a club that does have seed in their divot buckets. It exists. Oh, I'm sure you do. Very fine places, opulence. Okay, so let's get final thoughts. One minute, round the horn. What do you got? Final thoughts. Let's go. Self promote, shamelessly self promote. How are things at River Creek, my friend? Look, we Busy? just got we just got through the monsoon season. And the heat, hundred million degree on the sun season. Thank God, it and rained. we are going into heaven. Yeah, I mean, we got a ten day forecast of seventy four, seventy eight, seventy four. This is it. Give your superintendent a little bit of time right now to recover from what we just went through last week in this section, and then expect perfection. It's going to be awesome. Okay, buddy. Uh, along those same lines, I mean, it was brutal these last couple weeks here and and right ahead of us we've got this mid 70s it's so nice uh i love wearing you know a second layer um being on the golf course being able to choose do i wear shorts or pants today because it's going to be comfortable either way perfect time of year to play golf um and we see a lot of you know new apparel that comes in that's ready for that change i was gonna say you can get a second layer here at golfton and a third layer and a fourth layer Uh, cj uh big week obviously 22 years since uh 9-11 we uh uh, remembered this past week on Monday, 9-11, we had our third annual SMGA Vet-Am where we had 18 Purple Heart veterans, uh, SMGA Purple Heart veterans uh, play in a tournament uh, to join every foursome out there, 18 foursomes, and played as a fivesome joined by an SMGA veteran. Uh, incredible day. That's what SMGA does is uh, help post 9-11 injured and wounded veterans through the great game of golf. So that was awesome. Uh, and we also had Montgomery County Golf did a, uh, their day of community service, which is a big day, a big tournament for us and the first tee out at uh, Northwest Golf Course this week. So, yeah, great, great, great Love week, it. Uh, 9-11 week for SMGA. That's good stuff. Okay. Way out to win the Ryder Cup the Thank you so much for having us here. Go out, play some golf this fall. 
you, 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 you,